Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. I'm Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today we have Nat Kendall on the show. Nat is a yoga teacher here in San Francisco. He is also a musical masterman, um, and uh, I would say he's like uh, he's, he's pretty well known in uh, in San Francisco for being like the chanting guru. So Nat, whoa, welcome, welcome to the show. Hey, Danny. Thanks how's for having it, me. Yeah, man. How's it going? <laughs> it's going well. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Um, I can't complain. It's uh, it's uh, it's a good day to be alive in San Francisco. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Chanting guru. You like that? Yeah, that's kind of bold, <laughs> but hey, <laughs> I'll do what I can. Well, when we were talk when when we were talking about you, um, when your name came up, and actually, I was. Um, Someone was hounding me about uh, about chanting, and I'm not. So, for everyone listening out there, I'm not a big chanter. People have tried to get me to chant, and and I've got this thing where I just I don't like the way I sound when I chant, and I've I've never gotten into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, someone was like, "You need to talk to to Nat. He'll get you chanting. You'll see. He'll <laughs> he'll crack he'll crack you open." Oh, I love that. All but, right. Well, we got work to do. That was Peter Walters, by the way. Of course. <laughs> oh, Peter. So, welcome to the show, man. I'm super pumped to uh, to have you on and to to ch- uh, chat a little more about you and and uh, and about chanting. And if you guys are lucky, you might get me to chant today. All right. Um, so, Nat, why yoga for you? Why yoga? Yeah. Wow, what a question. Why not? I know, exactly. Um, I think uh, yoga has, you know, you're talking about being cracked open and stepping into new experiences. Yoga has done all of that for me. It's allowed me to come into full awareness of my body, my breath, mind, thoughts, heart, everything about it. And keeps me grounded, keeps me balanced, keeps me inspired, keeps me connected. So many reasons. Everything. Yoga. Yes. How uh, How long have you been practicing yoga? I feel like a lifetime at this point, but, you know, with knowing it as yoga and kind of the structure of yoga, I'd say in the last 10 years, um, I really got into it down in Santa Cruz. I was surfing all the time and then yoga caught me and I kind of like felt like I could catch the same experience, the same flow of things from surfing in a yoga class. And sure. it just kind of, it went from there, man. I've been devout since then every day that's awesome when i when i uh i first started practicing actually (laughs) the reason i didn't want to do it and i took a couple classes but then i like would go hang out with my surfing buddies and like they talked about yoga so it just gave us like something else to talk about while we were you know sitting you know how it's like sitting out there waiting for waves yeah so we would just talk about like oh we went to so-and-so's class and you know it was pretty (laughs) awesome man like it was you know we totally like our balance is like way better bro uh exactly <laughs> and it was re- it was really big in in uh in san diego as well it was like it was it was huge out there in encinitas specifically huge surfing community and huge yoga community out there yeah definitely so you um you uh so you started practicing about 10 years ago and you actually i know you teach yoga i um I, I I ran into you a few times over at Grace Cathedral, uh, Darren Main's class, and we both did assisting stuff there. And mm-hmm. and uh, and I didn't know that you actually did like the musical side of it. I know you work um, your daytime job is at a at a at a music company or a company that does stuff for music. 
Mm-hmm. And um, and then I kind of started seeing you in the studios and you'd always be walking out with like some instrument or, you know, like a drum or <laughs> or I would catch you like taking down like a mic set or something. So you, you do chanting as well and 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 it, or, or better describe that for me. Help me out with that. Yeah. So, you know, I've been a yogi for the last 10 years and uh, I've also been a musician for what feels like all of my life as well. And I wasn't really familiar with bhakti and chanting and mantra and all that stuff until I met Rusty, Rusty Wells. And all of a sudden, it was like this complete explosion of my music world and yoga world just coming together in perfect union. Uh, yeah, you know, and I, I just felt like, oh, I'm home. This is right. it, man. Yeah, music and yoga, here they are. They exist together. And you know, it's really expanded a lot since then. Um, I would say I first got into chanting with Rusty. And I was trying to think the other day what it was like in that first class when I first heard, you know, 100 plus people chanting along with him. And I don't remember what it was like, but I'm sure it was, you know, a mixed kind of thing where it was like, what is this? Sure. What am I doing here? What are they saying? What does it mean? But it, it captured me. It totally captured my heart, and I wanted to know everything about it, and I wanted to dive right in, and that's what I've been doing. And since then, you know, I've been by Rusty's side playing drums and chanting and helping him facilitate his teacher trainings. I've done a couple of Jai Uttal's Kirtan camps and really got a chance to dive into his practice of bhakti and how he shares it. And now it's it's really opening up and I'm finding more and more opportunities to share this amongst our community here in the Bay and then way beyond all over the place. And I, I love it. Yeah. You've been doing some travels for it. If I'm not mistaken, right. You've been like going around to like different, uh, I think you were at like some yoga festival recently doing stuff for it. Yeah. I was down in Bhakti Fest in September and got a chance to play with a couple teachers down there. One of them being Janet, Janet Stone, of course, which was, a complete honor and it's so rich you know to bring in a musical a live musical element to a class and especially for me you know I know the vinyasa so well I've been practicing for so long and I'm also you know very connected to the music so I can kind of weave this in to the class experience and work with the crescendos and the down moments and help create a synergy between the student the teacher and the music and I love it. So, uh, you know, from from what I know of you, you're definitely like, every time I see you, you've just got so much love and, you know, there's a lot of, you've just got such a, a really bright personality. And I, I feel like anyone that encounters you will uh, will experience that as well. Do you think that the chanting has had that kind of effect on you? Or the more you learn about it, you've you've kind of, you've, you've I mean, it's the bhakti, it's the devotion. Do you think that has like a giant effect on you? Oh, profound. Absolutely in every way. And even though I've been a musician for most of my life, um, it was coming from a much different aspect. You know, I was touring in punk bands and reggae bands, ska Wait, bands. Yeah. <laughs> this is news. Bands. I mean, I've played with the Wu-Tang, Black Alicious, Michael Franti. I've played all kinds of stuff, man. But it was it was in a different point in my life. It was a different realm. You know, there was there was a lot more, I hate to say it, but there was like an egoic pursuit to music and kind of performing and what that meant. And then all of a sudden, I got to sit back 
and just offer up these songs to the divine, to a class, to the teacher. And all of that was removed. And something cracked open inside me. There was a newfound freedom and liberation to express this, you know, creative outlet of mine with music and voice. So, yeah, it's changed everything, man. Um, just being able to sing every day, just tapping into that vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah, it opens up everything. I, I that, feel like it's in all my relationships now. That seems to be, I mean, from everyone that I know that's that's a big chanter and, um, that, you know, that, that enjoys it. It's just, it's there's there seems to be a, a, a real big, I guess you would call it like an uh, like a like a big piece of the heart, you know, if that's a, a way to describe it. And there's just some kind of joy that you know comes over, um, you know, when when people actually get the chant. And and I've seen that. I've ex I've experienced that. I've you know I've been in a room with with a few hundred people chanting, and and, it, and it's super cool. I think for me, I just I just I don't know. I never got into it, and I always. I always thought I've got this, this like such a deep voice. <laughs> and I feel like when I, tr if I try to like do anything else, but talk, it's just like, <laughs> Oh man, which, we'll, we'll get you through that. Which I isn't mean, a, which isn't a great sound. <laughs> yeah. But that's the beauty of it. You know, you begin to find a more full spectrum in your own voice and you begin to tap into something that you hadn't experienced before. And like I said, it's so vulnerable. And right. when you become vulnerable, when you open up to something and you can set aside your own self-judgment and fears and insecurities about it, man, you tap into something that's way bigger than you. And all yeah. of a sudden you join your voice with whoever else is in the room and it expands from there and your voice lifts up your neighbor's voice and then it keeps happening and it keeps happening and you walk out of the studio and you find yourself in the grocery store singing or on the bus, you know, it keeps unfolding. It's so yeah. beautiful, man. Let's get yeah. you chanting. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they keep trying. They keep uh, trying. Uh, you so, know, at the end of the day, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Yeah, I just, you know, I think, I don't know. I, I mean, I, maybe I haven't given it a good old honest effort. In, in I, I want to go back into, you know, kind of what you were saying. So, Let's talk a little bit more about the actual chanting and uh, and where it stems from and what's what's actually happening when when you are chanting and what these chants are about. Like let's 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 demystify it a little bit because I know like you were saying, you know, like what well, what are these words and what are people saying and why are they doing this? Like where does that come from? Or where does that stem from? Mhm. Mm yeah, those are all great questions and it would be really nice to demystify this because then that does create an opening for people to step into it that may have shied away from it initially. Sure. Yeah, so, you know, chanting, in its essence, the majority of these chants are calling out to God, to the divine, however you want to call it, you know, sure. however you make peace with that. People have a lot of different ways to approach that. And... They're a huge part of bhakti, which is the yoga of devotion. And when I think of the yoga of devotion, I think of Ishwara Pranidhana, you know, surrender, deep surrender to that which is, to what is right here in front of me. And when I open up my mouth and I sing out and I call out and I am completely unattached to what happens next, to how it sounds or to what needs to happen, then all of a sudden I'm free. I have utilized this tool of chanting to find a moment of liberation. 
and there's nothing that I hold on to. So with this chanting, however you want to make sense of it, you know, find your own peace, but you're essentially calling out to something bigger than yourself. And in that, you find a way to connect with others and connect with that vastness. Now, there are thousands and millions of different chants. There are, there's over 33 million different Hindu gods and goddesses. And, you know, we call out to many and many of them in their different forms. And we call out to them, you know, perhaps to try and invoke some of their characteristics, some of their archetypes, you know, Shiva, the... Lord of transformation, the one who brings one cycle to an end so another can start again. Mm. You know, so you can call out to these different ideas and ideals and see if, if that moves you. And maybe at the end of the day, the only thing is just the power of voice and vibration itself that transforms something in, inside you. You know, maybe the abstract ideas behind who these um, formations of the divine are, maybe that doesn't resonate. Right. But just to open the voice is powerful enough. Well, I think that, that, I mean, you make a really good point. Like, they all have, um, whether you're calling out to a deity or not, they all, that you can call it to its characteristics. So whether it's, you know, like a starting of the new or removing of obstacles or, you know, whatever it is that, there's a metaphor behind all that. There's meaning behind every single one of them. And I think you can pull those poetic meanings into your everyday life. Yeah, exactly. And many of the melodies, you know, will help represent that. Um, you can hear it in a lot of the Shiva chants, you know, there's this, ah, it's almost, some of them are minor, you know, and they're like this sorrow behind it, but they create such beautiful opening. Or if you sing to Krishna and Ram, you know, you, they have more of these kind of melodic, upbeat, major melodies to them, you know, and they may evoke more of that kind of ecstatic bliss and just, you know, full presence right here, right now, and joy and ananda. What do you say to someone that uh, maybe wants to start chanting is, is, and that's a little bit nervous and, and, you know, and it's still kind of, again, they, they don't know what they're saying and they're kind of like, what is this? Like, how do you, what's your, what's your elevator speech for them? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I say, you know, I started just like that. I, I didn't know what any of this meant and I wasn't sure how it felt for me to be singing this. But I began to open myself up to it, even if it's just an ohm, and feeling what it was like to sing within a group and to be supported and be held, you know, it began to open up more and more. And then as I started to hear about the different Hindu mythology and the tales and the folklore, I really, I became kind of enraptured by it. And... If you're familiar with the term svadhyaya, which is self-study mm -hmm. or study of the scriptures, you know, I started, like you were saying, I started seeing all these different conceptual things within each of these mantras in these chants, and they started making sense to me in ways that felt relevant to what I was going through. Mm, you know, so, yeah, so I would, I would say explore that and start with really simple chants and find just one that resonates with you, even if it's one that is maybe 
less focused on a specific deity, you know, for example, loka, somasta, sukino, bhavantu, which a lot of people can get behind because it's not necessarily calling out to God, but it's calling out and saying, may all beings everywhere be happy and free. It's easier to get behind something like that. I agree. I, yeah. I actually, I've heard a, a few. Actually, that's one of Martin and Susanna and Stephanie and uh, and a few other people's. Like they, I, I've heard that one a lot. I, I learned a lot about that one just from from hearing it through my social circle. And and, uh, and I think it is a powerful message. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. So super big confession. I sometimes do omen class. Very whoa, seldom. <laughs> whoa, cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Very seldom, but I, sometimes, you know, I'm just like feeling it. And it's just, a, it's a great way to, to bring everyone kind of back down and, and back into center and, you know, kind of get us all to that same, that same spot. Mm, with that low voice. Yeah, right? <laughs> that hey, it sounds great. We're about to ohm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Right? Seriously, the Barry White of oming. <laughs> hey, use it to your benefit, man. Is that right? <laughs> I think I got a new market. <laughs> what, um, then this might be a tough question. What is your all time favorite chant? Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that is a tough question because it changes from minute to minute, from breath to breath. You know, I know so many of them at this point that I kind of just sit down and see what comes out of me. And uh, that's the one that I'm in love with at that, that moment. That's totally fair. Yeah, it's, it's, that's like yeah. asking someone what their favorite movie is. You can't ask me that. I have like five million <laughs> of my favorite movies. Yeah. All right. Let's do, I mean, if you're cool with it, let's do just like a quick, what's a quick, easy, accessible chant? Okay. I'll share one with you. This is the one that I usually play if I walk into a studio to teach, and I know that people aren't that familiar with chanting. Okay. All right. I've actually got my harmonium in here. Oh, yes. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah, I can totally hear it. All right, cool. So the words to this one are Shri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram. All right. Shri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram. And the melody is very simple. You'll catch on quick. And are you going to sing back? Oh, man. I, oh. You can't see me right now, but I'm turning like bright red and I'm nervous. But I'll, I'll try. I'll try. So it's Shridam J. Ram. J. J. Ram. J. J. Ram. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Do you want to <laughs> do happening. We could just ohm. All right. We'll ohm. Okay. We're going to ohm three times to start. Okay. And then we're going to go into the chant. All right. All right. Deep inhale. still there are you singing oh man i'm, I'm listening i'm listening i'm enjoying the man. music 
All right, try one with me, okay? I'll call right. one and then call the other one back with me. I'll support you fully, all right? All right, all right. Here we go. Shri Ram Ram Shri Ram 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 You got me to chant, Nat. You got me to chant. And you know what? It was beautiful. Let's do it again. Here we go. All right. One more. Okay, I'll call one, you call it back. All right. Shri Ram 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 Shri Ram 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 That was beautiful, man. You have a lovely voice. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That's uh yeah, that's that's one way to crack me open. Yeah, I'm uh -huh. seriously like I wish you could see I wish everyone that's listening could see me right now. I'm like bright red and I've totally got like the nervousness in me. Like <laughs> oh, good. Well I'm glad we could do that together then. <laughs> that's awesome, man. No, but that's the deal, man. Like, you know, like all of this, you you find a little edge and then you move a little bit beyond it. And you test out your comfort zone and then you kind of retreat back and you reassess. This is like everything in our practice, how we build all the poses. You know, you find your edge, you test it out, you, you dance with it for a moment and then you come back. I guarantee you what we just did will crack you open a little bit more for chanting. All right, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm gonna try to be a little more open to it. And maybe it's just, you know, it's my own, it's my own thing. I gotta, I gotta just get over it. As as Peter says, actually, he's like, well, "We're gonna crack you open, buddy. We're gonna crack you open." <laughs> <laughs> so now, man, it's been, it's been such a pleasure to have you on today, man. It's um, it's it's it was great to hear you. Actually, that sounded amazing. That sounded that sounded it was out of this world. I wasn't expecting the harmonium to come in in the background. That was great. Oh yeah, everywhere I go. So uh, that's awesome. I know uh, I know you got a lot going on, and I know that you have tons of offerings um and you know i like i said i always see you either carrying a drum or a harmonium or a microphone or there's or you got all of some, the above yeah all at once <laughs> so if people wanted to uh if people wanted to follow you or find out you know what you're doing and when you're doing it i know you're doing a retreat to hawaii um where mm -hmm. uh, where could they find out more information yeah i've got a lot going on the best resource is just my website which is natkendall.com you can find everything there. You know, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Find me out there. Okay. Um, I'm playing at Yoga Tree Castro with Janet Stone and Julie Locke quite a bit. It's a very sweet experience, you know, to be in that big studio and everybody kind of opens up. And, man, it's so full of chanting in there. Um, awesome. I'm doing kirtan stuff all over the Bay Area and beyond. I've got some recordings on my website, so if you want to, pick up some of the chanting. It's all for free. It's donation-based. Grab it, listen to it, allow it to get inside you and see what that feels like. And then, yeah, I've got a couple retreats coming up. Peter Walters will be doing a Hawaii retreat. I'm going to be the musical components of that. So for six days, we're going to be on the big island in Hawaii doing a lot of bhakti flow, a lot of philosophy, storytelling, chanting, I'm really excited for that. And then this summer, I'll be in Montana at a beautiful location called the Feathered Pipe Ranch. And I'll be offering up a retreat there. It'll be a ton of bhakti. 
a lot of vinyasa, great food, beautiful place, a lot of community. So yeah, please just find me, reach out to me. I'm around. I love sharing this practice. I'm, I'm here to help bring it to more people. So Awesome, man. And yeah. I'll make sure uh, for everyone listening out there, I'll put his website and his social stuff down in the uh, in the comments section. Well, like I said, man, it's been it's it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, and I'm still <laughs> I'm still bright red. <laughs> I wish I could see it. Oh, I'll send damn. you a little a little picture of my face right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the listeners before we take off? Um, just stay open to it. You know, see what's on the other side explore that edge and uh, if you find that it doesn't work cool back down otherwise dive in deep and see what's there awesome awesome thanks for everyone for listening and until next time this is danny and nat seeing we'll see you soon bye